makes me think of like sexual arousal. But they're that's what this. What, is, what I, I does that mean? A, the, in this, in the uh, sexless science world, they just, they just use arousal. arousal. They throw around the world arousal. Arousal. No one likes. You are listening to the Do Nature Podcast. up everyone welcome to the dude nature podcast the caffeinated edition we are here in the reactor smells a little bad in here but that's okay i hope everyone's got their cup of coffee adam i'm adam gripes that's my brother noah and we're highly caffeinated. yeah i'm noah that's my brother adam had a lot of caffeine getting ready for the episode gripes digestion highly highly caffeinated gripes digestion um camping competition in oregon right now is fierce that's my gripe is that you can't find a campsite if you're not going to book like two or three weeks in advance because of the uh, the climate, the corona climate. And just for unknown reasons, it's just very hard to get a campsite anywhere in the Pacific Northwest right now. Yeah. If you're there in the you Pacific go. Northwest, you basically can't go camping because everyone in the state of Oregon and Washington wants to camp too. And probably people just from elsewhere. Yeah. It honestly, just seems like the whole world's There's literally not right a now. single campsite available. Not a single one. Okay. Honestly, we'll just make the podcast. Okay. Your, how's your digestion? Um, I, I just, I just went for the second time in your guest bathroom, which is fine for me. But, but when there's only an hour separated my initial go and then this go, it generally can mean something's up. Okay. Do you like the decorations in the guest bathroom? Do you like the little fish candle? And do you like I didn't the, even notice them. the adventure, the adventure, uh, didn't notice painting. it. Didn't, didn't, didn't notice, it. notice it. No. Is sorry. that a good thing or a bad thing? Maybe you just want a pleasing aura in there. Maybe if you notice something, it's always bad. I think. Were you I, pleased by the aura? I like, were you I like pleased guest by the bathroom decor. I like guest bathroom decoration. Were you pleased? Were you pleased by the vibe in there? You know what? A flower would be nice. Okay. Like some greenery would be nice in there. I'll run that up because the there's, there's not a window. Yeah, I'll run that hey, up. Hey, my gripe. You're gonna like this one. Yeah. My gripe is just working out. Yeah. I hate working out. Yep. It sucks. it sucks. Every single day, I dread the moment that I'm gonna have to work out, and then it's. I hate doing it. It's boring. It's tiring. It hurts. It just sucks. And also, also, I work out all the time, and I'm still getting fat. Yeah. So it's like, what is... I, I don't even know what to do. Yeah, but if you don't work out, then you're a, then you're a, mean, a mean, nasty man. If I don't work... if I, I really work out for my mental, because yeah. I just go crazy. Absolutely. And so if I don't work out, then I can't, like, I can't relax. Yeah, then you're a mean, nasty man when it comes to the red zone time, which we're going to talk about the red zone time later. Oh, we're going to talk about the red zone time, especially because tonight is date night, especially because this is a caffeine episode. Guys, you know what this episode is about? We've mentioned it. Is caffeine good or bad for you? That's right. And also, you know what? Why doesn't everyone grab grab their coffee? We're gonna have a, we're gonna take a we're gonna grab their coffee, a toast, and toast. Let's, Let's all toast, toast together. This is this is to coffee. This, this is to coffee. This is to you, coffee. And now everyone take a sip together. And boom. Ow, oh my god, torqued. Oh, it's glorious, glorious ah. caffeine. Glorious, glorious caffeine. All right, beginnings that don't suck. Adam yeah. has sixty seconds mm-hmm. to tell us about the history of caffeine. And Noah has 60 seconds to get the timer on his phone up. Yep. Yep. In fact, maybe I didn't have enough caffeine, Adam. Okay, ready? Adam has 60 seconds to tell us the history of caffeine. Ready? Three, two, one. 
Every second, over 26,000 people around the world drink a cup of coffee, Noah. And there are many more ways to enjoy the stimulating effects of caffeine. In an espresso, latte, energy drink, pill, or even a powder, and they are all as ubiquitous as water. Think about it for a second. You can get coffee at any gas station. Your apartment complex may even have some for free in the leasing office downstairs. Terrible. Coffee alone is an over $20 billion industry. That's the highest on the planet after oil. Originating as a consumer product in 2000 BCE China, when tea leaves blew into Emperor Shen Nung's tea, giving him a pleasing arousal, all the way to Ethiopian coffee origins, where goat herders who first discovered coffee when noticing how their goats could not sleep after consuming the berry. While there's nothing more pleasing than taking the first sip of your morning joe, is this wonderful psychoactive drug doing damage behind the scenes, or is the caffeine fear really overblown? Oh. What's our theme? Um, I like how you went right to theme. I want to ask about the t- about the tea leaves. Yeah. So that's how that's how uh, caffeine started. Tea Al- leaves just blew in some dudes. Alleg- tea? Allegedly, yeah. Allegedly, yes. That's super in an cool. emperor's tea, and it gave just him a blue in there, and he was like, kinda, oh, "I liked it." Kind of felt simulated. He was like, "Oh shit!" Imagine if you this? had never had caffeine before, and you were like fifty. I have something to say on this. Yeah, and you, it just feels amazing. Okay, theme. Yep. My theme today is precision and timing. Yeah. So basically, is caffeine good or bad for you? Well, I think it's really based on precision and timing, Adam. Wow. The precision and timing of how you use that caffeine. Precision and timing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Noah, speaking of precision and timing. Yeah, Adam, tell us some stats and how much we use this legal drug at here at home in the U.S. of A. Absolutely. Let's take another sip of caffeine. Let's take another sip. Slurping in the microphone. Never appreciated. No. Okay, caffeine use in the United States. According to the National Coffee Association, 64% of Americans aged 18 or over drink coffee every day. 64%. Okay. The U.S., the average U.S. coffee drinker, they consume 2.7 cups per day, with each cup measuring about 9 ounces. So a quick note on this, quick note on that 9 ounces. So if you go to Starbucks, okay, a tall or a small, also a gripe I have, why can't Starbucks just name it small, medium, and large? Why does it have to be this tall dente thing? Because then it wouldn't be cool. Yeah. So a Starbucks, a tall or small is 12 ounces. A grande or medium is 16 ounces. And a vente or large is 20 ounces. So basically, if you get a medium iced coffee every day, that's two cups right there. Okay. Um, and if you get two of those, you're already at four cups. Okay. If you get a... So, okay. Okay. So, so it's a lot. So basically, the the average U.S. coffee drinker, they drink, they drink um, about one and a half Starbucks iced coffees a day. Okay. Okay. According to the World Atlas in 2020, which ranks the countries by coffee consumption per person per year. Adam, trivia question. I got a lot of trivia questions for you. Yeah. Where do you think the U.S. ranks in coffee consumption per person per year? Uh, I think I, I would guess that we're number one. Okay. That is what I also thought. Is it Italy? It is. Okay. You're going to be, sh- you're going to be unbelievably shocked by these. Is it a Latin I, country? I, no, I was really shocked. I thought we were number one too. Yeah. Okay, we are 25th. Oh my God. At 9.26 pounds per person per year. So we don't even uh, drink that much coffee. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah. I thought that Americans drank a, 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 a approximately one actually, fuck ton. I thought it was, it's a staple of being an American. I thought like, you know, a no. diner, diner coffee. Diner coffee. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. thought that drinking coffee and working was like an American thing. Yeah, That too. it was uniquely American but and we drank not. a ton. 
not only is it not uniquely American, we're, we don't do it. 2.7 cups per day is nothing. We're 25th. Who, who are the top countries? Okay. I'm going to give you one try. Can you name any country in the top five? These I are sure the top, can. again, these are the top five countries of coffee consumption per person per I, year. I sure can. I sure can. Give me one of them. Okay. I bet you can't name one. Really? I yeah. Mean, um, is it, are any of them European? I'm not going to answer that. I just okay. want you to name, name them. Here's the, here, I'm going to guess a few. Costa Rica. No. Okay. Italy? No. Turkey? No. France? No. You have one more. I'm oh getting my God. One. Okay, hold on. I was shocked by it's shocking. These things this is shocking. Brazil. No. Oh, what? Okay. What is it? Very interesting. Okay. I'm I'm gonna go and touch on because your guesses. Is it gonna be like so Australia? Here, or here's something? what was interesting about your guesses. Yeah. They actually your guesses, there was a lot of coffee producing companies. Oh sorry, coffee producing countries. Yeah. And what's crazy when you look at the rankings, the coffee producing countries. They don't even show up in the top 10. Right. They, 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 they ship it all out. They don't get export. high on their own supply. They don't get high on That's their own supply. Say. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Starting from five to one of the top coffee drinking countries. Netherlands at number five. Denmark at four. Yeah. Iceland at three. Oh my God. It's the Scandinavian. Norway area. at two. Oh my God. And the Sweden? big daddy. Sweden. Finland at, tw- at 20. Monkey. 20- Wait, pounds. Per year compared to the Americans at 9.26 pounds per year. I should Dutch. If a Finnish person drinks approximately three times more coffee than an American. Three times more coffee. In three days, Yeah, it, a Finnish person in one day consumes what you consume in three days. Are they are they drinking the good shit or are they drinking the gas station shit? They're drink, they're, they, drink, they drink light roasts, yeah. but apparently the light roast actually can have more caffeine in it. Like, than a robust? Hotly debated on Reddit. Reddit that's hotly debated. I mean, I think it can, but usually the robust, right, from from South America. They drink light roasts, but they just fucking pound them, and they have tons of caffeine. Also, Finland has, like, this crazy work ethic thing. I thought Americans had that crazy thing. Yeah, I guess they do. Really? When you think of Scandinavian countries, you think of, like, they've figured out quality of life. Like, they don't work that hard and all that stuff. I I thought so, but I guess in Finland, no. Okay, the, the top 13 countries are all European, except Canada at 10. Okay? Canada drinks more coffee than us. Wow. Finland, the first country. Embar- that's honestly embarrassing. Finland, the first country, drinks four point five cups a day on average compared to our two point seven. The average coffee drinker, or the, the average-, average coffee drinker in Finland, drinks four point five. Okay, well maybe they just have weak ass shit, you know? Like they people, don't have weak ass. People smoked a lot of weed back in the day. They were smoking so many joints because the weed was. I looked good. this up. Yeah. They what what Finland does is they have basically at every single break of their day. Every break and every meal they have coffee, including dinner, and they have coffee for dessert. Decaf? No, not decaf. Oh, my God. In- so inc- Including, remember, this is a caffeine episode. So I'm only talking about caffeine. Right, right, right. So wait, number one is Finland. Number one is Finland. At every break, they have coffee. Every single break, a Finnish person has coffee. And at dinner and dessert, they have coffee. Whenever they have a meal, they have coffee. Oh, my God. Okay. okay. Right. The top, uh, uh, sorry. 14, uh, listen to this, 14% of Finnish men drink 10 cups of coffee per day. 14% of the, of, of all men in Finland drink 10 cups of coffee per day. 14%. Yeah, 14%. 10, 10 fucking cups? They drink 10 fucking cups. How do you even drink 10 cups during the day? You just have, it's exactly one fuck ton. So they just have a coffee cup in their hand the whole day? Yes. They drink 10 cups a day. I mean, that's outrageous. It's honestly, 
But when you think of it, we are supposed to have coffee at breakfast, right? Kind of. Like, it's pretty American. But then lunch, not really, you know, maybe dinner, not really either. Yeah, I have a lot to say this based okay. on my, my theme, precision on timing. Okay. Basically, 10 cups a day, It, I mean, it's not really about the drug anymore. After the first, you know what I mean? They're just like... They're just, they just like the bean. They just like the bean. Okay. Keep going. We got to move. Top five cities in the United States, according to the Daily Beast, which, which use... Oh, let me guess. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're going to guess. Which, according to the Daily Beast, which use how many coffee shops there are per 100,000 people combined with how much money on average a person in that city spends on coffee. Okay. Adam, top five cities in the United States. Yeah. How many guesses do you want to get one? I would love... Can I, get, can I get three? You can get three guesses. Okay, so there has to be a city in the Pacific Northwest, right? So it has to be... Is Portland? Is Portland in there? Portland's in there. And this is the top five cities. It's so crazy because in Portland, Oregon, no work actually gets done. Right, just a lot of leisure drinking. Yeah, whenever... So, so friends, whenever me and Adam go to a coffee... When we used to go to a coffee shop in Portland... Yeah. So when we used to go to a coffee shop, we used to live in Austin, Texas. Yeah. When you go to a coffee shop in Austin, Texas... A lot of people work. People are just working, of- coding... Working, technology, business, business. people are working, they're getting shit done, trying to hustle. People are hustling, hustling. they look nice. They look nice. Austin, Texas is like a millennial work sweatshop, basically. Millennial work sweatshop. Technology, millennial party work work. sweatshop. It's like they work and then they party together then they work and they party, they drink and work. So Mm. they're looking nice and they're working really hard. When you go to a coffee shop in Portland, no one is working. People are like playing chess with themselves. It's like you go, yeah, you go into a coffee shop and there's just people playing chess like alone. People are listening. There's someone like yeah. listening to music like in the corner. Someone's just like playing Warcraft. Someone's someone's just playing games. There. No one is actually doing any work. No, no my, place my, for work. My gets uncle done. told me. My uncle told me that um, Portland, Oregon used to, it used to be called like back in the day. It was it's it's called the place where young people go to retire. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. No work happens here. Not no a lot one, of hustle. No one's ever said made in. Made built in Portland. Made in Portland. No, not exactly a hustle. Place. Made in Portland, not a thing until this podcast. Okay, so Portland's one. Portland yeah. is one, and uh, you can just give me the others. That's lame. Okay, okay. No, no, it's okay. No, uh, that's fine. Let's keep it moving. Yeah, move it. Okay, top top five cities. Okay, starting with number five, San Francisco. Yeah, at five. Yeah, Denver at a four. Okay, Menver. San Menver. A lot of men there. San Jose at three. Portland at two, Seattle at one. Yeah, okay. So San yeah. Okay, it's the West Coast cities. All right. I have an interesting thought. Yeah. I'm gonna run through the cities again. San Francisco, Denver, Denver, San Jose, Portland, Seattle. Okay. Really interestingly. Yeah. And also when you look at the countries, Netherlands, mm-hmm. Denmark, Iceland, Norway, Finland, they're all colder places where it's dark and rainy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. and has like and has a winter. Right. Okay. It's so interesting. Isn't that weird? All 10 of those, the five countries in the five cities, are colder places that are dark and rainy. And also, all of the cities in the U.S., those are all, like, outdoor cities. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But isn't that, inter- isn't that, isn't that interesting? San Jose is kind of like a uh, like an, an outdoor like, city, or it's more like a sprawl, I mean, like a it's city. It's really that, like a tech city. It's a tech city, yeah. Um. But but like but but look at those lists. Isn't that, I wonder what about that? I think it's it's it, here's the thing. If it, if it's light outside, if you're in Florida, right? So you don't see Florida or Texas on there. Oh yeah, because it's too Florida it's too and hot. Texas isn't there. It's too hot. Yeah, but you don't need well, it. Well, well, it's in Florida. It's it's hot, and so you're you're outside. You're at the beach. You're not inside working, drinking coffee. No, no, definitely not. Right in Texas, it's just too fucking hot. Well, Portland, and it's like you know, it rains for four months out of the year. What are you gonna do? You're gonna stay inside and, and drink coffee. And drink coffee. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. And continue. 
thought that was interesting. I do. I think it's really interesting. We just have to move. We're going to go long on this one. I'm worried. No, let's move. Let's move. It's a yeah. caffeine episode. Let's do it. All right. Adam. Yeah. When I drink a cup of coffee. Yeah. When I'm drinking my dirty chai right now. Yeah. What's happening to my brain? Well, I'm glad you asked, Noah. And to get into what happens to your brain, we need to talk a little bit about the history of how caffeine is created and what it does in its actual plant form and its natural form. So caffeine is a really cool kind of drug because it can be both a negative and a positive effect at the same time. And to different animal species and to humans, it can be both negative and positive depending on how large you are and what kind of organism you are. So for example, caffeine is a natural pesticide, or that's where it was originated in plants to be. Over 60 species of plants like the cocoa bean, the krill nut, and yerba mate have it to protect themselves from insects. So when the insect eats the plant, the lethal dose of caffeine that goes into the insect's brain can, can cause confusion, paralysis, and death to wow. most insects. So it's a defense mechanism. Yes. So it was in 60 species of plants as a defense mechanism. Also, it can kill snails. It can also kill large mammals or confuse them. If when a leaf of one of these plants, like your mate, that contains caffeine goes into the ground or falls off the tree, they contaminate the soil. And thus, they make it very difficult for other plants to grow, which kills competition. Wow. Yeah. So while that can be a negative to insects and to the soil, it can also benefit insects in the way that some plants, like the coffee bean, they've developed these low doses of caffeine so that when animals feed on the berries, they get like the goats in the origination of coffee, they get a beneficial buzz and they get increased memory in the hopes that the animal will return to the flower and spread its pollen further. Okay, so basically it either defends from animals. Yeah, so one of the positive effects of caffeine is it's been shown to increase your memory slightly. So for pollinators, hotly debated. Hotly debated. Like for pollinators, coffee mm -hmm. plant, they'll increase the memory of where that flower is so they'll return to it with more nectar, thus pollinating it. So it helps reproduction. Yeah, that's cool. Because it gives them a little high. Yeah, they want to they want to come back and do it. So that's where caffeine originated. Okay, now let's talk about what caffeine actually does when it gets inside your brain. The caffeine structure is very, the structure, like the actual molecular structure of caffeine is very similar to another home hormone called adenosine. So adenosine is a hormone that is produced slowly when you wake up and it maxes out when you go to sleep. You basically have full of adenosine and you go to sleep. Adenosine promotes sleepiness. It also promotes muscle relaxation and it blocks dopamine. You probably heard of dopamine before, right? Yes. I've heard of the dope. Yeah. That dope, right? So it blocks this kind of um, happy kind of druggy kind of feeling. The adenosine blocks it naturally. Yes, the adenosine blocks it naturally. And adenosine is the sleep, is the sleep, the sleep hormone. Yes, it makes you sleepy, right? And you want adenosine because if you didn't have it, you wouldn't get sleepy and your body wouldn't recharge. You need yep. it. Right? And again, adenosine, sleep hormone. Okay, this is important because caffeine, it can pretend to be adenosine in your brain. So it acts as a replacement. It literally fills in the spot that adenosine would normally take in your brain's receptor proteins. And therefore, it does the opposite effect. It decreases sleep, muscle relaxation, because I sometimes get twitches when I drink caffeine. Like a lot. I don't get twitches. I, I do. It's really weird. And allows dopamine to flow. It makes you happy. Okay. Having coffee, it, just, it makes you more happy. Yes. So it stops. What caffeine does, it stops the adenosine. 
which think makes it, you sleepy and it allows think of dopamine to come in easier. Mm-hmm. Think of a bucket. Okay. Your brain has these like three buckets, right? Okay. And normally adenosine fills into those, into those buckets. And when you maxed out your three buckets full of adenosine, you go to sleep. But what caffeine does is it goes into the buckets and pretends to be adenosine, but it's actually not. So it doesn't have any of the same hormonal effects. Right. But I think it, it, it actually makes you feel more stimulated just by blocking a hormone, not producing yes. another one. Yes, exactly. Right. Exactly. So unfortunately what happens is the reason you have to drink more coffee is your brain wisens up to this and it starts to produce more buckets. So instead of three buckets, you have like six buckets and mm. then you have to drink more caffeine to fill the buckets. So you don't have the buildup of adenosine. Interesting. Yeah. Right. And then it also allows dopamine to more easily come into that bucket than it would have been. Yeah, exactly. So caffeine also pumps up adrenaline. Uh, which helps with athletics, but it can make you it make you more alert, but it also makes you irritable. It makes me a little a little irritable. It is almost an identical effect to cocaine, though on a minor scale. It's very similar. That's why it. I mean, it is a it is registered as a psychoactive drug, but it's a legal one. Thoughts? That's really. How do your dates go when you're caffeinated? Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the red zone. Let's right? talk a little about what is the red zone. Tell the people. So for me, the red zone is I've ha- I usually have one cup of coffee okay i go through my morning have i have breakfast i have lunch and then right after lunch between one and i try to get the cup of coffee in between one and two that's the best time for me okay we're drinking coffee right now it's a little early for me i have that one coffee between one and two so that when five o'clock five to seven rolls around my caffeine is going down right my dopamine is going down okay i'm reaching the half-life i'm reaching a come down effect and i haven't eaten dinner right and then my girlfriend comes back from work, right? She's tired too, right? And you're crashing the caffeine and you're I, hungry. And I'm, I still have a little bit of irritability because of the caffeine. But now you have a But I don't have the dopamine. And now you have a dentist. And now I have a little bit of tiredness too. And I haven't eaten. And we're both tired from work. That is where the most arguments happen. Right. In the, the red zone. Otherwise known the red zone. as the red zone. Four o'clock to seven o'clock. The red zone. That's when a couple arguments happen. Because after work brain, yeah, it's work brain, caffeine come down. Yeah. It's like everything. And then you, and then it it just, I do agree that it does. The caffeine does make me a little like less patient and a little more, you know, like irritable. I, I, for me, at least for me. Um, so in the four to seven range, the goal is you have to have dinner. You got to make it past seven o'clock and then everything's okay. Then I'm okay. You will walk the dog, work out, make it past seven. You're good. Okay. So Noah, speaking of all these effects of caffeine in the red zone, what are some of the positive effects? Tell us more about this wonder drug. Why do I need it to record this podcast effectively? Mm, I love it. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna focus on the cognition. Okay. And the the increase the increase of cognition, the increase of not intelligence, but smartness, if you will. Wow. Okay. Okay. So when when we're talking about cognition, there's two there there's cognition. actually four main way four main things that go cognition is like your your mental state right now. How are you feeling in your mind right now? Two of the main things are arousal, that's the scientific name for it, arousal and mood. Okay. So arousal is your energy levels, right? Are they high? Are they low? Your mood, are you happy or are you sad? Okay? Yeah. Any and arousal, if you go too much actually. It can be bad. Obviously, if you're too low in energy, it can be bad too. Your mood, sad, too sad, too happy, can't do any work. Mm-hmm. Okay? 
So first, we're gonna we're gonna start with arousal or energy or the zeal that you have for work. Yeah, the zeal. Okay. So during the day, you have high periods of focus and low periods of focus, and this is different for every person. For most people, the mornings are going to be your high periods, and afternoons, like after lunch, they're going to be your low periods of of focus. Um, so for me, definitely the mornings are a high period of focus for me. Afternoons suck. What define the morning? What does it mean? Like up until lunch or when? I just uh, up until lunch. Okay. This actually changed. This actually changed the way I now drink caffeine after yeah. doing this research. Yeah. But I wanted to say that for open kimono at the end. Okay. So a 2013 study by the University of Arizona, they tested young adults on word memory after consuming coffee in their low periods of arousal. Okay. Subjects that received coffee scored much higher on word tests than other students when coffee was consumed in their, uh, uh, sorry, the students scored much better on word tests. Those that did caffeine in their low state of arousal. Okay. than those that did not, did not do caffeine. Okay. They read, they redid the test. Yeah. They gave this, they gave, they, they did it in the high state of arousal. Okay. When the subject said it was their best time, they both consumed coffee and there was no effect. Okay. So ca- caffeine it is much more powerful when you are in your low state than when you are in your high state. So for example, whenever, so sometimes after I work out, I feel really good about focus and doing work. Okay. I have a good energy, a good zeal. At that point, if you also drank a cup of coffee, then I like this word zeal. I yeah. Zeal, vim, vigor, zeal. My, I, you have a good vim. Yeah. Good vim, good vigor. Okay. So, so, so after I work out, I have really good zeal basically for work. Yeah. I have good focus. I am like a good, calm, relaxed state. If I drank coffee, then it would not really affect my cognition because I'm already in a good state. And and this is what these tests prove because I'm already in a good state. When you're at your lowest state or you're just like, I don't want to fucking work anymore. Or when you're just like, it's it's in the morning. If you're not a morning person, you can't get up and you feel tired. Yeah. That's when coffee, caffeine will have an effect. When you're at a low state. That's when it, that's when it affects cognition. That's a positive effect is it brings you up yes. from this low state. Yes. And that's what the university of Arizona study showed. Okay. Okay. According to another study, department of microbiology in the Netherlands in 2017, subjects were given caffeine or a placebo and then completed web-based tests analyzing attention and alertness. Subjects that received caffeine completed the test 10% faster. Okay. Yeah. So there's signed There's a ton of scientific studies. It does affect your cognition. It does help. It does help. It's been proven. But if you take your caffeine at a low state of arousal versus a high state, it's going to help you even more. Okay. Okay. A meta study by the Journal of, of Alzheimer's Disease in 2010. So a meta study is basically a study done on studies. So it's like a study done taking all the studies of caffeine and drawing conclusions from that. Yeah. Okay. There was a quote in it that I love and I want to read. Okay. And I'm not going to do my voice. Caffeine can apparently improve performance directly over a wide variety of mental tasks and indirectly by reducing decrements in performance under suboptimal alertness conditions. Okay. Beneficial caffeine effects on mood and performance are more prominent in low arousal situations. Caffeine removes the drop in sustained attention after lunch and is more effective during night work and prolonged work. That's exactly when I use it is right after lunch. Very good. Okay. So usually not today. If you if you want to use caffeine very effectively, Tell do me. not just drink it in the morning. 
You need to figure. Okay, so for, for me, can I, can I tell you what? Why I wouldn't I want to drink it right when I woke up? Well, it's, I'm a low arousal makes me think of like sexual arousal. But they're that's what about, this. What, is, I, what I does know, that mean? The, in this in the uh, sexless science world, they just, they just use arousal. Arous. They throw around the world arousal. Arousal. And no one laughs. You could be in a big conference and say, "How aroused is everyone?" It no arouses me. It's no like one laughs. Ar- like in the in, sexless, unfunny world of science, no in, one laughs when you say arousal. On, like on Netflix, when you're browsing shows, it'll say like, "This show is arousing." I know. I like, did. Like is it like a arousing? I'm like, I'm ready I'm to go. I'm aroused, or is it like, is it like arous? Because I, I think you drop the a rousing if it's non sexual, right? Okay, so it, it so I'm all, all these scientific papers like caffeine and arousal, arousal in time of day with caffeine use. Yeah. Um. So anyway, what I've learned. What I've learned from this is that so when I wake up in the morning, I do have an hour to ninety minutes where I am highly aroused. I don't. So if I if you dr- if I drink the you caffeine, have good vim. I have good vim. I have good vigor. I'm. It's in the morning. I'm like I'm ready to go. So if I drink the caffeine, then it's a waste. Yeah. Because by the time that I don't have vim, then my my um my recept there's more receptors. I have more anisine. I'm starting to come down. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So again, theme. Precision and timing and timing. Okay. Okay. So what I've learned is that I now do, I do 90 minutes of work. Okay. When I wake up in the morning, I do 90 minutes of work and then I drink the caffeine because for me, for me, I have two, there's two periods, uh, two artificial periods of vim and vigor that I can give myself. What is that? Okay. The artificial periods are one coffee. Okay. And two is working out. Right. Those are the two artificial periods of vim and vigor that I can give. Okay. So, but don't you want... It seems like you're taking it. Uh, don't you want it right when you wake up? Like, why would you want to take it at like ten o'clock? It depends on who you are. Personally, when I wake up, yeah, I have like ninety minutes of work that I, I just make tea. I just make de- I make like herbal tea. I'm fine for ninety minutes. I don't need it in the morning. It's way more effective for me if I do ninety minutes of work and then I drink coffee. Then I'm you know I can do work for longer. Then with we're at a high level. Okay. Okay. Cool. So, okay. what are some other positive effects of caffeine? All right. Besides giving you the vim. Okay. Mood. 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 Yeah. Study. Adam talked about dopamine. Like in a study one. published in Translational Psychiatry in 2015, caffeine was shown to increase triacetyl dopamine receptor availability in the human brain. Okay. And this is what Adam was talking about with the buckets. Yeah. Okay. So it blocks andesite, andesin, correct adenosine. me. Adenosine from going into the bucket. Adenosine. And it also makes dopamine more likely to get into that bucket. Okay. When your mood is uplifted... When you're happy, okay, when you have a little buzz of happiness, you work better. Yeah. No, I think it's really important because this is really overlooked about co- – I mean, we're talking about coffee. We're really talking about caffeine, this, the chemical, the compound. It's really true is that it increases your mood. It makes you happier, right? It may, might make you more energetic. People know that feeling, but it does make you happier. I mean, it really yeah. does. Especially holding – just holding the hot cup of coffee, it'll make you happier. Yeah, can I also say that with all these studies, there there was a placebo in all of them. So, yeah. like, people don't know if they're getting the caffeine or not. Okay. And every single study, the people with caffeine score better on word tests, on attention tests, on analysis tests. So, caffeine is not like this placebo thing. It's It physiologically changes you to have better ca- cognition. Yeah. I think we can say that. Better cognition. And it is more effective, again, in I, your low states of arousal. Than yep. your low states of arousal. I, do, I do have kind of, I think that for some activities, it's very good. For other activities, it can actually hurt. I like that a lot. Okay. But keep going but with maybe the positive we save effects. save it for open kimono. Keep going with positive effects because we. Write that down for open kimono. Yeah. 
We have okay. a packed, packed show. We packed need to get show. through it. We need to get through it. All right. I do want to talk about one thing about caffeine. Yeah. Again, precision and timing. Mm-hmm. Precision. Yeah. Specifically. Diminishing returns. Okay. Yeah. In the Journal of Experimental Psychology in 2012, the experiment showed the effects of caffeine on commonplace language tasks that required readers to identify and correct spelling and grammar mistakes in papers. Okay. Subjects, they were either given zero milligrams, 100 milligrams, 300 milligrams, or 400 milligrams of caffeine. Okay. Interestingly enough, the results only differed from those that were given the zero milligrams and any level of the other caffeines, 100, 300, or 400. Okay. So I'm, 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 I'm trying, trying to do not understand. Okay. I'm trying to run that back. People, the subjects were given four levels of caffeine and just made to do a test. Okay. okay. They were given no caffeine. They were given yeah, a, a yeah. hundred, a hundred milligrams, 300 milligrams or 400 milligrams. That's insane. Okay. In a cup Bet- of coffee, it's roughly okay. like a hundred milligrams. Between the zero milligrams, between not giving them caffeine and giving them one of the other doses. Yeah. There was a large difference in the score. Okay. okay? But between the hundred milligrams, 300 milligrams or 400 milligrams, there was no difference. Okay. And what this shows is that a very small amount of coffee is has effective. the exact same effect that a large Starbucks has. That's great to know. That's great to okay? know. Okay. So basically, you barely need to drink any of it. But how much coffee does a large, how much caffeine does a large Starbucks have in it? Like, like 100, 150 milligrams? Like I said before, 20, 20 milligrams. 20? No. Yeah. And now I'm like, I'm, no, 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 20 ounces. My bad. Thank God. Yeah. Okay. Thank God. Thank God. I got that right. It's, got a, it's, it's between 100 and 150. Because a regular cup has at least 100 milligrams, a 12-ounce cup. 20, wait, wait. Starbucks, Starbucks, a large Starbucks has 20 ounces. I'm talking about milligrams of caffeine. Yeah, but then you'd have to do milligrams to ounce Right, comparison. so like I was saying, 150 probably. Because 12 ounces would be 100, right? So if you add 8, you know, like 150. 100 I don't know. So you're saying, you're saying that a large Starbucks has 150. Yeah. So that the 150 milligrams is like a large Starbucks. Yes. Okay, cool. So if you drink, yeah. check on that, people. <laughs> check on Adam's conversions, please. <laughs> if you if you drink a a Starbucks coffee, that's all you really. That's it. That's all you need. That's all you need. I actually think you probably need less of that, honestly. Because when I'm sitting at my desk, yeah, and I and, and I'm after that initial ninety minutes, and I start drinking caffeine, I I only need like a couple sips. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm I only need one cup. Yeah, okay, that's really so cool. basically that's good to know. Precision and timing. Drink your coffee slowly. You only need a, a you only need a little bit. Just drink it slow. You you only you only need a little bit. If you here's the thing. If you take a ton in at once, yeah. Okay. If you take a ton in at once, it's just gonna work for that little period, and then you're gonna have so many new receptors. It's not gonna work it's, after it's that. It's gonna condition you to need right. more. Take it. Effect. Take it slow. Precision and timing. Yeah. Slow and steady. Turtle wins the race. Okay. Any other positive effects? Arousal. Just me being aroused. Just a vim. Just my vim, vim, vigor, my zeal, my arousal. Adam, those are the positive effects. Now take us to the dark place. Yeah, let's go to the dark place. Take us to the negative effects. Okay, let's talk about some of the negative effects of caffeine, right? Because we've all heard of them. So first of all, addiction. Can you be addicted to caffeine? Addiction. Addiction. Defined by the American Psychiatric Association as a compulsive substance abuse despite harmful consequences. Okay, so, the evidence for addiction, the Journal of Caffeine Research, an actual journal. There's been tons of research into caffeine. Lots, lots, There's lots. There's an actual There's journal called the Journal of Caffeine Research in 2013. Polled over 500 addiction specialists, 95% of doctors thought that the cessation, the cessation of caffeine 
could produce withdrawal symptoms, and 44% concluded that caffeine addiction should be included as an official mental disorder, as many other diseases. A study done in the Journal of Caffeine Research again in 2020 with 800 participants and a study of Lebanese medical students. Your favorite type of medical students. Where did you get this? Lebanese medical students. um, Found that there is a significant correlation between caffeine consumed and stress levels, with many students reporting fatigue and headaches when not drinking coffee. So the third thing is irritability. My, I we talked about my red zone from four to seven when the coffee wears off and I haven't eaten and we get, I definitely get in the most arguments as a couple for sure. It's the red zone. That's not a scientific study. That's just how I feel. My irritability. I can also tell you that when I drink a cup of coffee, I have way less patience for my dog. When I'm training my dog, I just notice it in myself. What do you think about that? It's very interesting. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm looking inward. Okay, I have way less patience with my significant other. That is yeah. for sure. Uh, absolutely. But I can't tell if that is the caffeine or that is me just being in the middle of working on business stuff and then just like being in business mode and like you just turn around and she's, you know, because me, me and my significant other, we, we both work at home. So I turn around and like it's very hard to switch to relationship mode or is that the caffeine? Yeah. I think, you, I think but the, the attention, the increased attention. Yeah. Right? The increased stimulus, the increased zeal, vim, vigor. You know what I like about this episode? Is we've drinking so much caffeine on the caffeine episode that we're literally right all over the pop. We're literally all I know, over we the place. To, we had to. We had it for the people. Okay. Getting back to negative effects, <laughs> it also raises your heart rate and your blood pressure, causes acid reflux, which uh, happened to me a lot when I had actual issues with acid reflux, like when your throat gets all dry and your teeth start to basically melt because of the acid, like really bad shit like that. Study done by the University of Nevada concluded that coffee can even decrease fertility and increase your risk of heart attack. Regular negative effects include insomnia. Of course, if you drink it too late, yes. right, you can't sleep. It that sucks. is one that I get for sure. Absolutely. And increased drinking of sugary beverages if you're drinking an energy drink. We haven't talked a lot about energy drinks. I do not get the sugary beverage one. You don't get it, but a lot of people drink, drink energy drinks, and we're about to get into that right now. I just need to take I'm, a, really, I'm really glad that you're covering this because I, I did not. We need to, to get into this. It. Okay, so oh, my chi. I'm centering my yeah, chi. Yeah, center your chi. Taking Had a lot breaths. of caffeine. Should we take another, take Let's another take sip another for sip. the people? Take Everyone, sip. raise one. Raise, raise your it coffee. and toast. Here we go. I'm sorry if, you don't have, if you're driving and like don't have coffee or something. It sucks. Oh, my God. I feel it. Arousal. I feel right, the go. adenosine. Go. Okay, so those are the negative effects physically. But let's talk about problems with the industry. Coffee is a $20 billion industry, like I said before. So with that amount of money, second, it's the second biggest industry to oil. You think there's a, maybe a little bit of chicanery going on, right? Some fucked up shit. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Okay. Let's talk about the youth targeting of energy drinks. So the Journal of Pediatrics, 2014. That was good. 75% of children under the age of 18 consume caffeine on a given day. 75%. Wait, what? <laughs> this is from the Journal of Pediatrics in 2014. It seems really high, doesn't yeah, it? You really need to cite this one. Journal of Pediatrics. 75% of children under the age of 18 consume caffeine on a given day in the form of energy drinks or in chocolate. Cocoa beans has caffeine, usually. 75%? Yeah. If you look at the marketing for these products, it rings true. So energy drinks specifically target youth. The marketing for energy drinks mirrors the early cigarette companies with cool athletes or celebrities drinking them or packs of socialites walking around a college campus. So Noah, one example of this is, do you remember Red Bull girls? Yes. hundred percent. Tell me what you remember about them. 
I remember that they were hot and they drove around campus in a car that looked like Red Bull. I, yeah. And handed out free Red Bull. Yep. Let me give you the quote from the website. Not as hot as my fiance, though. No, not as beautiful. Not as beautiful. Thank you. Hot, beautiful. Hot, beautiful, amazing. My, my amazing. beautiful, sultry my beautiful girlfriend. Soul, soul girlfriend. In quotes from the website, the perfect Red Bull girl is the girl that everyone loves to be around. Red Bull girls love going up to complete strangers and getting them to try Red Bull. Right? Hard. When you think about this in kind of a 2020 context, it, do, it, it doesn't age very well, right? The Red Bull girl. Are they still doing it? They're not doing it in the same way. And I'm going to get into that. They had to get rid of them? Sort of. Yeah. So the Red Bull. Bummer. <laughs> Bummer right. for all the dudes it, on the campus. In my opinion, right, this type of marketing, like the Red Bull girl marketing, it's the same as beer. Like you have like Miller Lite or like Heineken girls or stuff like that. You see it with beer, like hot women beer, right? Yeah. Tecate has a really hot Latin girl on it. Right. Latin. Yeah. It's all the time. And so, okay. So, but the difference between the two is that. Beer is for people that are over 21, while energy drinks are really targeted to people that are like between 12 and 18. So while the marketing is the same, the audience is younger, so they're not able to interpret it for what it is as much. So it's a little sleazy. Um, According to the website, they are now encouraging men to be Red Bull guys as well. So it's like a reverse Me Too movement in 2020. (laughs) <laughs> Red Bull dudes Yeah they want Red Bull dudes now And now there's not like As much of the hot girl thing There's like They're kind of dressed like They're a cool college person Rather than like I'm um, like Like, like topless like, like, Instead of like One step away from Wet t-shirt party Kind of situation Instead of like Barely wearing anything Now they're wearing like flannel Yeah So and sweatpants they're, they're trying to get People hooked on these drinks Much like cigarette companies are With the marketing For these energy drinks Yes So to keep going on that These energy drinks Yeah Okay so how so I understand that the Red Bull girls are like they're what markets to college age students, but how do they, how do these they market to younger age through the athletes, through the athletes, what celebrities, um, all the events they put on like the X Games are sponsored by Monster by Red Bull. You know the the X Games are not for. I was about to say X Games probably have a very young, very viewership. young, very young audience, very young probably. Right. So okay, so the energy drinks they have they can have an extremely high caffeine content, not like coffee, hundred milligrams. Bang energy drink. It's just called Bang. 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 Great um, drink, yeah. I think when we were younger, the biggest one was called Balls. Remember Balls? I remember balls, balls had a very high content. This is called Bang. Has 300 milligrams of caffeine, which is roughly three times that of a regular coffee. It comes in flavors like Rainbow Unicorn, which is like a pink bottle, and Star Blast, which is purple. Okay. So who do you think that's marketed to? Very interesting. This is the same problem that vaping had. Yeah. So you can make a good argument when you see the label that it's for 12-year-old girls. It looks like they're trying to get young people, again, to get hooked on these drinks, much like cigarette companies were in, um, you know, 1950s and such and such. In this um, kind of high caffeine world, there's little regulation. What we haven't talked about is we haven't talked about caffeine powder. Hard Rhino caffeine powder in a package that you can buy. There's nothing legal about this. It has enough caffeine to kill 13 people in a package. If what? you just take the pack, if you just drink all the package, it can, it will kill thirteen people. What's it called? Hard Rhino. It's caffeine powder in powder powder form. Can you get it at like Seven Eleven? Yes, grocery store yeah. or in grocery Gas store stations. Yeah. So normally it would take se- you would have to drink seventy cups of coffee at once to overdose. Basically impossible to overdose on coffee, right? Yeah. But these things, right? These energy drinks or these powders, it's not that hard to overdose on them. You could really fuck yourself up. And they're marketed to young kids. And they're marketed to young kids. Okay, so now let's go into the problems with the coffee industry itself. 
We let's just, do it. Let's we do just it. Covered let's, energy drinks. Well, let's go. Okay. It's like I said, it's a monster in industry. It's a $20 billion industry is caffeine. So there's all this kind of shit going on. One thing that everybody knows is, or has heard of, I didn't really know what it was, is uh, fair market coffee. So what that means is the bean prices versus the retail prices. According to the Northeast Organic Farming Association, the price between what a farmer earned in the 1970s versus what the retailer receives was roughly $1 for the farmer for $3 to the retailer. And that was considered a livable wage for a farmer. Not like a really extravagant life, but livable wage. Mm -hmm. Now the ratio is $1 to the farmer and $8 to the retailer. So what do you know about that? That it's getting worse for the farmer. The farmer has worse the, for the cut farmer. for the farmer has stayed the same, and the cut for the retailer has gone way, way higher. Right. So it's basically extortion. This movement to make livable wage for farmers is called the fair trade movement. Wait. Okay. A couple questions about this. Yeah. Is that because there's a ton of farmers? How do, how do the retailers have so much more power than them? It's well, coffee is a commodity now. It's ubiquitous. It's everywhere. Okay. I don't think it was as big of a deal in the 1970s. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's just like any kind of unre- unregulated industry is that the big dogs just take over. You know, they just, the, what power does a farmer have? I mean, it, uh, it's not a su- supplier market, right? It's a right. buyer's market. So they have no power. They can't be like, I'll raise the prices on my beans. Because the products are the same. Because they'll, yeah, the products are the same. They're just going to go to the next farm over in South America and be like, okay. just like, whatever, I'll just get new beans. I'll just get beans from this guy. I'll put the same packaging on them. I'm just getting different beans. I'll just get different beans. Fuck you. Because the farmer has no power, right? Because, because, because... Coffee is, you know, one bean, two bean. Right, one bean, two bean, red bean, green bean. And we're talking about something that is the highest industry, highest cash crop besides oil. So it's everywhere. Coffee plantations are everywhere. Speaking of everywhere, environmental impact, right? More deforestation is happening because of the lowland flooding of coffee plantations. So farmers are forced to go higher up on their hills. If you look at coffee plantations, you know, in, uh, in Costa Rica, Nicaragua, Honduras, they're all on like hills. So they have to go up higher because they're forced to move farther away from the towns where they live. There's worse healthcare and education is also extremely difficult for the families. So these farmers have, have really, really tough lives, especially now. Okay. So the coffee industry is not a great industry. It has some real problems just like the meat industry does. Yeah. And the caffeine industry in general. Uh, yeah. Well, I think when there's that much money in an industry... It just, it gets to, you know, and when there's that much money in the industry, the companies in it get so powerful that they're very hard to regulate. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially internationally across borders because they're not in the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Noah. Yeah. What happened to us when we tried to stop caffeine? Great switch. We've been through I just want to say bit. that was one of your best segments and I really enjoyed that. Good. Um, okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to paint the scene for people. What happened to us when we tried to stop? Okay. Me and Adam. Okay, we're building a software company living in our mom's living room. <laughs> yeah. Okay, not living a lot of money. Living fucking dream. Living, in our, living the fucking dream. We're living in our mom's living room. We're trying to make a software company. We're working all the time. Yeah. Okay. We decided that this would be a really good time for us to give up caffeine. Perfect time. At the same time as like Adam's coding all the time. I'm trying to get people on the platform. Unclear what Noah's doing, but I knew what I was doing. Unclear what I'm doing. I'm kind of Adam, but Adam was coding. Okay, so, but we decided that we needed to try and give up caffeine. Okay, it had been like 10 years for me of solid coffee drinking. For sure, yeah. Every day. And you can think, listener, you yourself think, how many years has it been for you before you've like tried to give it up? 
How many years has it been for you before you've done like three days in a row of not having it? Yeah, just think about it. How many years has it been? Think about it. Okay. So me and Adam track, we track all of our time. Basically, I know that's psychotic, but we, we track our time. We call it real, a real working hour. Okay. So basically when we're tracking our time, if you go to the bathroom, you have to pause the timer. Okay. If we're, if you go have dinner, you pause the timer. Okay. So that's what a real working hour is. It's only the time working. Okay. Before giving up coffee, we we were working on average of seven to eight real working hours a day. And while you're like, that doesn't seem like a lot. Yeah. Just man. think about that. I, that's actually time working. If you take a break, if you listen to music, we if you get up, if Honestly, you do we, anything, we you pause then. it. Seven to eight real working hours is really like 12 hours. It's an unbelievable. Of, I, just, I can't. Time. I could not get to that level. No, now. We, were, no we, were, we were young gentlemen, young bucks. Young, young bucks. bucks, baby. Young bucks. All right. Working on average seven to eight real working hours with coffee. We, when we gave up coffee, for the first thing we noticed is that we started to go to bed around eight. And we started to sleep for like 10 to 15 hours at a time. I know that sounds insane, but me and Adam have a really hard time sleeping. Like we, we never really sleep. So we went from that to then going to bed at like seven or eight and sleeping for like over 10 hours for the first week that we gave up coffee. If you try it, you'll see this yourself too. You're just on your body. Cannot believe how tired you are. Yeah. You also, because there's no crutch, like there is no, there's no way you can not get sleep and then just drink a lot of coffee and be fine. You have to get a ton of sleep. Yeah. Because you have nothing to rely on getting energy. Yeah. No, it was crazy. We would, when we gave it up, we would go to bed literally at 8.30. 8, 8.39 and be so, I was so Exhausted tired. And, and sleep fall so right good. asleep and sleep for like 12 hours. Sleep so I good. think that was because of the, maybe because of the lack of sleep that we were just catching up for, for months of lack of sleep. But right. it was it was unbelievable. I mean, we were sleeping in the same room. Noah was sleeping on the couch. I was sleeping on this little mattress on Adam the floor. Adam snores. It sucks. And we would just sleep for like twelve hours. We'd be like, "Oh, eight thirty. Oh, tuckered, tuckered yeah. out, and just get in bed." And it felt so right and so good yeah. to sleep. I'm not sure what it was. If it, we were, we need to recover because when you're drinking coffee, you are not sleeping enough, um, enough, and you need to recover. Yeah. Or what? Anyway, our real working hours again before. We stopped coffee and we have a record. I have a log of this. Before we stopped coffee, we're at seven to eight real working hours what, a day. What was it after we stopped? After we stopped, we could barely get to four. Yeah. We were at three to four, basically half as much work as we could do. But this is like a focused hour. So don't kid yourself. If you, I mean, you work for eight hours a day, right? At a nine to five job. How much of that is really work? How much of that is like going on Reddit? and like, Right. So like as soon as you would go to Reddit, you'd have to pause this timer. Right. When are you actually doing work? That is a real working hour. Yeah. Okay. Um, the hardest part was to try and do work for long periods of time or the afternoon. So in really the morning hard. I'd be fine. And then you would eat lunch and it would just like, then There's you'd sit nothing, down to work and you'd be like, Oh shit. On. Right. So what we realized is that to basically like to do work, to be competitive in a very competitive market, you kind of need coffee to make a business. Definitely. Absolutely. If you want to compete in a first world economy, yeah. Okay. Such as Europe or the United States, there is basically no way that you can do it without coffee. <laughs> I know. It's so crazy. There is, it is nuts. Michael Pollan has a book, Caffeine, that I think would be very interesting about this. That would be interesting to read. Okay. Because, you know, the Industrial Revolution, people start working nine to five, people start working tons of hours. There is no way that you can basically do this without coffee, without a stimulant. Let's go open kimono. 
Yeah, I think I think I was done with that. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're you're, you're you good. Off. You're good. You're good. You're good. I was I was done anyway. Basically, we just we just had we we went from eight we're working hours to four. And yeah. guess what? How the software do? There we go. Okay, <laughs> we won't speak of it. We won't speak of we won't it. Say its name. All right, let's go open. Come on. By the way, it was uh, an app for bar mitzvah planning. You guys know we the knot. Know. You guys know how you plan weddings on the knot. It's called the tali. We were doing it's that same thing planning. for bar mitzvah planning. Let me it tell was you. Sick. Let me tell you another thing about business. When you're two dudes that were like 26 living on your mom's couch, you don't connect that well with 40 to 50 year old uh, Jewish mothers that want to throw a bar mitzvah. Weird, Shockingly, weird as that would sound. Weird as that would sound. All right, open kimono. <clears throat> yeah, open kimono. I think that caffeine. Is it bad for you? Is it good for you? I think that it's better than I thought. The, the effects are less bad than I thought they were. That being said, I've worked with people who have had, who have drink five monsters a day. Do I think that that's good? Absolutely not. <clears throat> I love doing the little bit of caffeine at the low point. Like you said, I like doing one cup right after lunch. Cause after lunch, I am so tired. That's when you naturally want to take a siesta, right? So that's when you need that come up from coffee. Um, Absolutely. And I think that the things going on in the industry are really messed up. I only went into them a little bit, but you should be aware of where the beans come from. And if just because they say it's fair trade doesn't mean it actually is. Now, now yeah. that you're a vegetarian, you, yeah. you've trying to, you're trying to give up meat. Yeah. Okay. This is not actually a joke. Adam is actually trying to give up meat and it's been difficult. Okay. Would you, would it be harder for you to, to give up coffee too? Coffeetarian. Oh, it would definitely be hard for me to give up coffee. Definitely. The giving up meat, I'm I'm okay. I'm okay right now. I'm a little tired. I feel a little sick, but I, I'm okay. I haven't eaten meat for like a week and a half. It's been all right. How do you feel? I feel I feel tired and weak, honestly, but I feel okay. I feel good. I feel like I'm doing the right thing. I feel like that helps a lot. It's not like in paleo, when you're doing it, you're like, oh my fucking God, I'm only doing this because of me. You know, when you're doing something, you know, for other people on the planet, it's easier to do. Shout out to Tucker Gross. Runs 50 miles. Is a vegan. Shout out. Shout out, Shout out buddy. Um, hey, no, let me say, let me say, let me, let me go open kimono. Yeah, go. Okay. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to start with this. I, I lost my, I lost my train. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm back. The, the main thing that I learned from myself. Okay. Drink coffee at your lowest point of arousal. Drink it slowly and you don't need to drink a lot. That's the most effective way to use coffee. Find your lowest moment of arousal. Again, for me, there are two artificial ways I can create focus and energy. There's coffee and there's working out. Okay. So you got to, but you got to know when to use those. We use those, you know, and use those game breakers. You got to know when. Okay. Um, I had another point. I totally forgot it. No. That's it's so frustrating. No, because I'm going to remember it after the podcast. That's fine. Let's go to shout outs. Shout outs. Hey, you must not be named. Ex-boyfriend of Sarah. All right. <laughs> All right. Because Mom's going to kill us. Our yeah. mother's going to kill us. Well, it has to be said because love is Our love. Our mother's literally going to kill us. Because kill love us. is love. Any other shout outs? Hey, you know what? A lot, I, have a, I have a shout out. Yeah. Actually, now I can't say it because they're probably unethical. What is it? I'm not going to shout out Starbucks because my, my friend, Brendan, Brendan was telling me that they suck. They're mean to the farmers. Yeah. We got hey, to be more aware of we. Oh, wait, I'm going to shout out this. Shout out to caffeine. Yeah. Thanks for getting it done for us. I remember, I remember, I remember what I wanted to say. What would you want to say? Okay, thank you. So you can think about not taking caffeine and yeah. working in a business environment, working working on business, kind of like not doing steroids during the steroid era of baseball. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? If you earlier. didn't do steroids, it was just going to be impossible. 
Whenever, when everyone else is doing roids, you want to hit like 60 dingers. You got yeah, remember, roiding so up. So if you're trying to compete, I think that what I, if you're trying to compete, make a business or even get ahead of your career, do well in your career, damn, is it going to be hard without taking the stimulant that everyone else is taking that works for cognition? Yeah. Whether that's good or bad. I mean, maybe you can make a blanket rule like they did in baseball where they're like, no one's allowed to take this. So we can all be happier. My lovely girlfriend claims that co- caffeine, like coffee makes her tired, which is outrageous. That is outrageous. Hey, yeah. I, have, I have a question for you. Yeah. If, if you were like, if the world was like, hey, we're all going to agree to give up coffee. No one is allowed to take it because it gives you the edge over other people. We're all going to give it up. Would you say, let's do it? Well, you know what would happen is there'd just be a black market for caffeine. No, I I know, but in this fictional world, there's no black market, and and it's it's a it's what it's what we call a fictional situation, Adam, <laughs> where you answer the question based on you know, am I okay? Would I give it up if I was forced to give it up? What kind of question is that? No, in in, in a world that they were like, okay, we're gonna make a rule, everyone gives up caffeine, and everyone's gonna follow it. Would you yeah. say I'll put this rule in place? I'll put this rule in place. I hate you. If they said that there's a rule that everyone had to follow it, I don't even fucking care. Let's go to shoutouts. I mean, I, I, you obviously haven't had enough coffee. You're in your period of doubt. <laughs> I don't, you're bla- I don't really know your what you're I love that. This thing. is the most caffeinated episode ever. This is the most caffeinated episode ever. Okay. Hey, shout out to, honestly, shout out to the Talit, to the business we were working on. Ugh, you know God. what? Did it take a year of our lives? It absolutely did. Did it make money? No, it cost a lot. But shout out to Shout it. out to Talit. Shout, shout out, out to the Talit. Shout out to, to Caffeine. Getting me through all those tough times. Right. Shout out to just holding a cup of coffee and smelling it and just feeling the dopamine <sighs> rush you get you. That's when you I just wanted. hold it. I mean, that there's something to be said. You just have a warm beverage. It can make a difference in your mood. Shout out to co- to to caffeine. Yeah, when you need it or caffeine. My favorite time to drink caffeine is actually you know when you're out in the if you're out in the woods. Yeah, the woods. And you like drink like a black coffee. You smell the coffee in the woods. Oh my god, guys, it's lovely. You can do this thing for us. The one thing you need to do and will be forever in your debt forever is when you're listening to this podcast, subscribe to the podcast in any way you can. That means any way you can to get a notification of when a new episode comes out. That's what you need to do. Subscribe to the podcast. Yes. And now I'm going to add to the only thing that you need to do. Sure. If you're on Apple podcasts, yeah. Smash that star button. The five one. Smash the five star button. Five star rating. Smash it. Mash it and smash it, please. Mash it and smash it. Thank you. Guys, we love you. Ladies and gentlemen, we love you very much. Enjoy your caffeine and think next time, is this my low period of arousal? (laughs) 